Hello and welcome back to the latest Think Business podcast powered by Bank of Ireland. Today we talk to Eamon Sayers of the Guinness Enterprise Centre in Dublin, which has just revealed a new 100,000 square foot expansion following 10 million euro worth of investment. It projects 3,000 new jobs led by entrepreneurs in the next five years and plans to be the Station F of Dublin. Just before you guys take the, uh, remove the curtains on what is uh, a massive revamp of of, of the GEC and one of the feelings I get about the GEC and I was telling you in the preamble there Eamon uh, is the sense of community uh, that always seems to be around the GEC and and I'm just thinking tell me about the the journey of the GEC to where it is today and, and this new expansion. Yeah, well, I suppose the journey started way back in in the late 90s. Uh, some would say even before that, um, being on the doorstep of, of Guinness and, you know, of what they, of what Guinness and their family and the company and the people have helped across the city uh, and even across the country. Um, but the GEC was set up back in the late 90s in 1999 um, to help provide employment in a, the, one of the poorest parts of Dublin and Dublin East. Um, fantastic stakeholders coming together um, between uh, private and public industry, uh, Enterprise Ireland, Dublin City Council, what was the Dublin City Enterprise Board, now the Dublin City Leo, Dublin Business Innovation Centre, uh, Guinness and the Guinness Workers Enterprise Fund all came together and created a hub that was going to create 200 jobs. Uh, little did they know, um, you know, you know, within within 10 years, you know, it was over a thousand jobs were being created there and um, now we're just after completing a big expansion, which will allow 900 uh, entrepreneurs to be here on an annual basis. And um, yeah, it's been a, a re- real uh, interesting journey, uh, to say the least. How would you sum up the economic impact of, of the GEC on the area and obviously on startup life in Dublin? Um, hard, hard to measure to a certain extent. Sure. Um, what we what we believe is, so we've operated on a um 20% churn year on year uh, mm-hmm. of companies so the idea being is a company will come in they'll meet us they could be co-working um we'll help them with their business plan mar- and market strategy get them investor ready um put them in front of angel investors um create probably the most important thing is create the right environment for them to attract talent into their teams and for them to build the companies mm. and most importantly build a culture uh, around their company of where they want to bring it um they get involved in our university program and our regional program, and we just help them scale and, and pre-build after three years that we were saying adios um, because they would have scaled to, a, to a, uh, such an extent that they couldn't, the GC couldn't house them anymore. So um, before our build, we had only five rooms that could hold more than 10 people from a company perspective. Mm. So as soon as the company reached that age stroke uh, level of uh, employees, um, they were thinking of moving on from the GC. And it was more and more in the last five, six years in particular, we've managed to keep a lot of these companies in the Dublin East area, which is really helping, um, but not just the area, but helping us all as a community grow and scale from a, uh, a startup centre of Dublin. Very good. And, and, and the actual uh, news this week when we're talking is the expansion. Tell, tell us about what's changed, what's, what's new at the GEC um, and, and what it will enable you guys to do going forward. Yeah, so everything has changed to a certain extent. And, and you know, with the pandemic, etc., you know, a lot of people wouldn't have met each other in 18 months and more. Um, mm. And they wouldn't have experienced the community, which you alluded to earlier. 
Um, so what we've created is a you know a global entrepreneurial super hub, you know, which, which really places Ireland on the, you know, Ireland's equivalent of Station F, I suppose, as it were, mm-hmm. um, interconnecting between government, uh, business, and and people and academia. Uh, so that quadruple helix of innovation, um, and we've been the physical embodiment of that, and. What we want to do is create brilliant entrepreneurs, um, whether they're taking on 10 employees or 100 employees or more, um, that's part of their journey. Uh, we just want to be able to help them along the journey. And it's a privilege, obviously, to work with these entrepreneurs. As they come in, they share their vision with us. And and, and uh, most importantly, from our point of view and a privileged point of view, is they ask us for assistance. And um, we're delighted to help them as much as we can. Very good. And, and the, um, I mean, there's a lot of changes happening in, in your locale. I know the, the digital hub uh, is being closed, but I think they've got an extension out to 2025. Um, but if, if anything, does that increase the, the importance of the mission of the GEC in the, in the, in the neighbourhood as much as, the, as, the, as, as what Dublin needs in terms of a, a kind of a station F, as you put it? Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. Um, does it place any extra pressures? Probably not in one sense, um, in the sense that you know, the, the, our, our physical footprint isn't going to change in the short term. Um, you know, the Digital Hub has been fantastic for Dublin 8 and I'm, I'm delighted to, to see they're, they're being extended into 2025. But our, our, our role is to, you know, help uh, drive, I suppose, on a national level, drive economic wealth. Um, so that's going to be our focus um, in the weeks and months ahead. Um, creating the right environment to help entrepreneurs physically here. We, we, through our regional program, helping entrepreneurs across the country. So we've partnered through our CoConnect pro, uh, program with more than 50 hubs across the country. Uh, and this program would have been set up back in Jesus, 2016, 17 even. Um, and we also have a university program where we're partnering with the best business schools in the world, where we're, our entrepreneurs are working directly with MBAs on helping them solve their challenges. And we offer and extend that program to our partner hubs across the country. Uh, so we want to deliver more of that. Um, and this was the, the with the new expansion, we're going to have more people coming in and extending our own network. But it's all focused around how can we help drive innovation uh, in Ireland and create brilliant entrepreneurs. And I think, I mean, I was just thinking there, you've been quite an outspoken uh, advocate on the part of joining up all these hubs across Ireland. So we've seen co-working hubs appear in nearly every prominent town across Ireland. Uh, some of them obviously were, you know, uh, affected by the by the pandemic, but if anything, I'm noticing a kind of a a resurgence uh, of these hubs in Dublin as well as the countryside. Um, what are your thoughts on 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 these hubs and the, the need to bring them all together and I suppose create a kind of a you know you know a kind of universality. I, I've always thought that you know if you're a member of one hub, why shouldn't you be a member of all the hubs? So you travel around Ireland or you come to Dublin, you could nearly drop into any of them. I just don't know if there's that kind of passport created yet, but maybe there's a need for one. But what are your thoughts on on uniting all of these these hubs in a way that you know it makes sense? So you could be in a hub in Tralee or in uh, you know Cavan, and you know you you your 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 membership of that is just as potent as being in the GEC in Dublin. Yeah, no, no. Look, look I, I'm a Kerry man, um, and coming, you know, from a rural background, you know, we, we want uh, companies to scale from where where they start. Um, even potentially looking at second sites, you know, for companies that are based in Dublin, potentially looking at second sites around the country. There's no better place to do it and to start your company than in a hub. 
Um, we see the GEC as Ireland's home for rural Ireland companies. So obviously being quite close to the Houston station re- helps facilitate that. So a lot of companies around the country are using the GEC as their Dublin location when they're in Dublin. Um, what we wanted to talk about to early stage companies is the simple message of th- through us, you can get access to every single thing a startup in Dublin can get access to. But most importantly, you don't have to leave where you're from. Uh, like you mentioned, the two towns, you know, unprompted, uh, but it, we're partners with HQ Tralee. Uh, we're partner with the Tom Crean Centre in Tralee. We're partners with the Cavan Digital Hub, and we've been helping them, and they've been helping us um, in relation to how we do our business and help our entrepreneurs. The more people who can create jobs in their locality, there's more people spending in their locality. It, 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 it's a rising tide that lifts all boats, uh, you know, and I think you know, having having that ecosystem is very important. Um, now, it's been a kind of an interesting year for early stage companies. Uh, on one hand, there was a dearth of venture capital. Uh, at the same time, I'm seeing that um, in just third quarter alone, uh, Irish tech startups alone have, have raised nearly 500 million euros. There's been some important changes in the budget to things like the EIS scheme. Uh, it, it remains to be seen how that pans out, of course. Uh, we still don't have a share ownership culture really in Ireland for among, among our companies. If you if you to look at early stage companies and what Ireland needs in the years ahead, uh, from your vantage point, helping companies, but also, you know, being being from a regional area, you 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 get the the need or the importance of of, of supporting local and, and and growing locally too. What what are your thoughts on what Ireland needs from a startup perspective and what we need to be kind of really valuing in in the years ahead? A lot of every year there's the there's the annual budget circus and all the pre 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 submissions etc. Um, but for business as usual and creating a situation where who knows the next big Irish company could be at the moment in the mind of a teenager somewhere in Ireland right now. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and you know what? I, I hope there's plenty of teenagers in their minds. And what we have to do is to create the best pathway possible for them to to realise those visions. And I suppose what what I what I, we we're big believers in is can we get you in front of the best people um, at different stages of growth within your company? And people have different skill sets, have different resources, and it's not necessarily all about the money. Every entrepreneur starting off will tell you they need the money, but then. When you ask them how will they spend it, you might get various uh, different conversations from people. <laughs> so for me, for me, it's about trying to facilitate people, trying to make sure I can get the right person, be it in an industry or be it in a business knowledge perspective, in front of the entrepreneur at mm. the right time. Uh, we have to make it easy for business people who are who are successful or who have experience to provide an opportunity for them to give back to the community that would have helped them back in their startup days or back in their early stages of business and when they were on their own career paths, you know, everybody will have got a leg up in their in the past. Uh, our, our role, I think, is to make it easier for people to get, get back involved and make it easier um, and make it more enjoyable to get involved. Yeah, and with that, I suppose the, uh, the actual going forward saying the 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 networks of communities i mean the, you've seen there recently the ndrc has has created more of a national remit and you know what what, what they've done is they've brought together so many different hubs uh you know at, at different corners of ireland spreading spreading those uh, accelerators around ireland how, how do you see yourselves playing a role in, in accelerating companies and and creating those uh kind of pools of knowledge because uh, you know, it's one thing to start, but it's another thing to to want to um, you know do it right and, and and navigate the scene right. 
Yeah, no, the, um, like we've been watching the NDRC. The NDRC were our neighbour up till recently. Now that they've moved down towards the Docklands area, uh, and and they've always had a national remit, uh, which is great. But I and I think something we need to look at is trying to can we get more accelerators of a similar ilk? Uh, maybe that they're more industry specific rather than a, a broad range strokes. Mm. So and, and again, I think it's that's about getting the right people, you know, together. Um, with the right focus and with the, with the right mission uh, at the very start, um, it's so hard, you know. Sometimes because people, the, you often look at the list of people that you want to work with, uh, but they're so time conscious, and mm. uh, you know, sometimes starting off, everyone's very conscious of the time commitment it'll take. So again, it's about creating that right vehicle uh, and getting the right people, getting the right people on the bus with the with the understanding that you know that you don't have to stay on the bus the whole time. Uh, that you can hop off the bus and you know hop on maybe later on, depending on on what your commitments are, or what your skill, or where your skill sets are. Um, so I think that's what, something we want to work with. We, even even here in GEC board, you know, we're after strengthening it significantly. Um, people from, you know, CEO of uh, Wells Fargo for Europe has now joined our board. Uh, with the head of the largest startup hub in the United States, 1871, has joined our board. And for us, it's all about getting quality people into key roles that can help drive the startup ecosystem, not just in the GC, but across the country. I'm actually kind of noticing that as well. I mean, years ago, I, when I might have visited San Francisco, I asked, um, you know, a, a member of 500 startups what they thought of, you know, what, what makes a, an entrepreneur fearless in San Francisco. And, and he piped up at the time. Uh, he said that, you know, well, these guys know they can start a company up, but if they fail, they can just go down the road and work in Google or Facebook. And I think it's quite similar in Ireland. I'm, I'm noticing that a lot of uh, founders who I would have known along the years, along the way, sometimes their product, their startups don't work. They they go, one of them might join Salesforce or might join Google or IBM. It doesn't mean they won't come back in again. They, they, if anything, they gain experience and perspective. Would, would you say that's what's happening here? That there's a certain fearlessness because we're kind of at, we're, you know, we're an economy that's kind of at full employment, even despite the pandemic yeah yeah I'm, I'm often asked you know uh, you know are there any successful companies here in the gc and, uh, and my question back to the person you know sounds like a carry person with a question uh is to define success and mm. you know some com- some people have created startups here and based on their knowledge and and learnings that they've got have have ended up in those fantastic roles in in multinationals and in irish large indigenous companies so I, and I, I think so. I think our, we need to examine what we define as success. Um, mm-hmm. People, people, often the, the, there's the headline grabber of the number of jobs or the number of monies raised. Uh, whilst we often maybe tend to overlook the entrepreneur who's who's quietly, you know, maybe six team of eight, um, and what that might be doing is, it's you know, it's it's feeding eight families, it's it's mm. providing you know money into community. Maybe they're involved in the sports clubs, etc. Um, and that's I think we need to have more of those. You know, do we want unicorns in Ireland? Absolutely. But you know what? Let's get great companies and let's get great entrepreneurs and let's great have a great ecosystem. And I think from that we'll end up with. Our, our own uh, versions of unicorns. Yeah, I, I find that kind of also distracting, that whole narrative around, you know, unicorns and being big and, and, you know, having, you know, having grown to that level. I mean, it's fantastic what Stripe guys have done, uh, the Cosm Brothers, uh, phenomenal what they've done and they put us on the map and it's certainly, I'm, I'm hoping they've inspired so many kids around the country to think they can do that too. Um, but success doesn't mean being you know, a unicorn or a dragon. It mean it means probably just keeping going, right? And and building a 
business that keeps people employed and you know gives people experience and perspective maybe they'll go on and create other companies i think something like 40 companies came out of iona for example um you know success doesn't always have to be being the biggest company in the world or, or having raised the most money or being labeled a unicorn i think success means keeping going and keeping people employed and of course enjoying the journey yeah, yeah. I, my my favorite moment, um, you know, and it's kind of the first level of success for an entrepreneur is when they take on their first employee. Um, and we, <laughs> we get a great kick here in the team when we meet the first, you know, person who's joined the team. Um, you know, they're, they're almost paraded in. You know, this person believes in what we're doing and they want to join us and they want to help us grow and scale it. And they've got all these skills and and knowledge and experiences. And I, I think that's just fantastic to see. And I. I there's a, a small moment of, of pride in the sense that you've seen what these entrepreneurs are trying to do. And now that they've got other people with them willing to share the journey with them, I think that's a really special moment um, and probably underappreciated at the time uh, because, it's you know, there's so much going on inside their heads. But, you know, taking on their first employees is such a key moment in, in, in the startup's uh, um, journey because um, also it helps them start deciding what type of culture they want as a company. And mm. uh, so that's one of the one of the key focuses we have here in the GEC is is helping companies create that culture. Um, so that by having their own front door, you can create your own culture um, inside your own room, whilst you can step out and be fully part of the GEC culture as and when you need it. Um, and that's it's you know, and w- once a company starts with their culture, it's, it's something that's very hard to change. And um, we're delighted to be part of that journey with a company. Brilliant. With that, Eamon Sarris, thank you so much. Uh, best of luck with the new expansion. And uh, I hope I hope it remains a great focal point for, for entrepreneurship in Dublin and the regions. And next time you're in from Meath, uh, please call in for a coffee. We'd be delighted to show it off to you. I'd be delighted. Thanks very much. <laughs>